Hello and welcome back to I Will Save You From The Future, a technology podcast about the end of the world and how we're going to have a serious part to play in it. Um, welcome back, Ed. Hello, it is me, Ed. Thank you for having me back, Chris. Hey, Ed. How's it going? It's going well, Chris. How about you? Are you ready to save people from the future today? I don't know how ready I am. Um, I... So, <laughs> let me paint you a picture. Okay. My room stinks of monster energy drink. Gross. Why? And it's not because I had a party at the weekend. I was at that party. Yeah, and actually no monster was drank. Was consumed at all. No, no I bought wasn't four any cans of, of monster and nobody wanted it. Uh, which is fair enough. So you just binged four in like the space of like the last hour? No, no. I've been making some music concrete here in my little studio. And I needed the sound of uh, cans and bottles being opened. Ah, okay. So and now I, it just... Then I yeah, managed to spill some monster all over my audio interface ah oh. it's okay it seems to be fine you can hear me and it's recording that is true so, so both of these things are positives yeah so i think it's fine but now my room stinks of monster it actually smells worse than it did after the party <laughs> the party was fine stale beer and stuff nothing got broken there was no drama no vomit it was actually very lovely now my room smells like a party um, Although the part, it's like the total opposite of a party in there right now. It was literally a guy over, just trying to open cans. Also, I made a, I made a mistake. What did you do? I put some of the monster in my mouth. Why? See, now that's what I'm trying to figure out. I think it's just because I that can't. Isn't the purpose of monster drink? It's so expensive. And I bought it and nobody drank it and I feel kind of bad. I didn't realise it was actually a drink. Isn't it used to corrode dead bodies or something? In yeah, like no, it's that stuff they use in Breaking Bad that rots That's through it. the bathtub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've never actually consumed a Monster Energy drink, but I constantly go past giant, you know, they're always in music stores. They'll have a big fridge because they're sponsored by Relentless. Yeah. And it's always full because nobody wants a big fuck-off can of Relentless. They're rank. It's, yes, it's very bad. And you know what else? what is worse? Is because I also needed the sound of bottle opening. So I opened a bottle of Budweiser that had been left over. And I discovered... I made the scientific discovery, I guess, so that you and everyone listening does now doesn't have to that if you take a mouthful of monster and then you immediately take a mouthful of budweiser it tastes like party sick <laughs> it's a great way of putting it it tastes like something you would find in a puddle on the ground after a rave Oh, Jesus did it look like you imagine it almost be slightly rainbow colored uh, my I'm sick now. Like, oh, I, I feel nauseous thinking about that concoction. I was perfectly fine when I got up this morning. And now? And I've had, a, a, I've had a, like, an eighth of a can of Monster and a, th a quarter yeah, of a... Yeah, cocktailed with a Budweiser. A That's why you feel like quarter shit. Quarter of a Budweiser. You've brought this upon yourself, Chris. I've no, got to be I honest. I absolutely like... have. I absolutely have. But hey, I made some cool art. You did on the inside of your stomach lining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so shall we get into it? I will save you from the future is a, a podcast where we take your suggestions and we workshop them into inventions. Some of them will make us rich and some of them won't. Some of them might destroy the world and some of them might save it. What do we have last week, Chris? Last week, uh, our winning, uh, business plan, hmm, it was called Rumbler. It was. And the one line, the elevator pitch was Tinder, but to fight people. And we actually decided that this would not only be a pretty good business model, it might actually affect society on a kind of grander scale yeah, by we, dealing with aggression. And we did, we did make it and we have um, solved all violent crime. Yes, completely. But... Now that we've invented Rumbler crime does not exist anymore so that is the power of tinder for fighting but the death rate per capita in the western world has gone up but maybe this week some of the suggestions could save us from the future yeah do you uh do you want to kick things off well hino of the dawn on the discord which i'm sure you guys can find the link to the discord somewhere about mm -hmm. I recommend yours in there but they've got google maps but it takes you to the nearest person who has the same interests as you now is that not just grinder <laughs> yeah i feel like i read that one as well and i thought yes but also tinder 
Yeah, I mean... And meetup? Well, it depends what the interests are. So, for instance, if I wanted to go to, let's say, a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament or something, that's one of my interests. Judge me if you will. Something that you would definitely want to go to and do, in fact, go to regularly. That's the kind of thing where I could Google local tournaments and then just go to that. I don't necessarily feel like I need an entire app for it, but it would remove that extra step, I guess. I think it... mm... This is a bit like this is a bit like the com- this you know leads into the conversation we had in the last episode about um like how connected are you how much information is like always on display do we it's like an add-on for a maps pl- uh, application where you can um search for Yu-Gi-Oh and then just like a bunch of little moving pins turn up on your screen and they're like these are Yu-Gi-Oh loving people. So we're thinking that maybe instead of it being like grinder but for for penises and location mm. it'll be a thing that you just turn on and it'll be for a love for whales and then you can be direct- I'm thinking more like a a real-time tracking application. Oh, what like find my friends? Yeah, on like iPhones. like when you share your location on on Facebook or or iMessage. Only it's like you can just see a bunch of moving pins on your screen that As they are, come towards that are you people, like in aliens. Yeah, that are people who just really dig those adult ladybird books <laughs> and want to talk about them. No, because then you could use it to kill people. You could. This is the thing I was worried about: is if I left my beacon on, someone could very easily follow me. Well, home yeah, and go, it might... well, I have a mutual interest at this person's house, so that's not the point. I mean, I guess you'd have to you'd have to go to the intended meetup spot, and then you'd have mm-hmm. to. Isn't this just dating? Then? Yeah, because if it's not if it's not real time, then it you can just use dating apps or you can use meetup. And if it is real time, then you can just select everyone who really liked the prequels and run around london murdering them i was gonna say that's a that's a really really sinister jack the ripper kind of plot line maybe we could make this into a black mirror episode yeah. so hino of the dawn black mirror maybe yeah us take it future. to take it to charlie pitch it to charlie but see I what think, he thinks i think i'm only satisfied as an inventor as an entrepreneur i'm only satisfied if like if people are gonna die i need to be monetizing it i can't see a way of Absolutely. doing that 100 percent. yeah um, I got this one from Full Metal Punk on Discord, who suggests a kettle for freezing liquids. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, so a freezer? Well, no, because a freezer takes hours, right? You put a... put a. Um, oh, sorry, so it, like, it literally like blast freezes something. Yeah, like it takes the, what, two minutes or minute and a half or something to boil water? The, the same... We need a device that can do the same, but f- with freezing. Oh, what? So you could get, like, fruit ice or fizzy drink ice or alcoholic ice. Yeah, but, like, it's instant. In an instant. Yeah. Think about your That's kettle. That's actually quite cool. Look at That'd your be kettle. really good for parties. Look at your kettle. Like, think about your kettle in your kitchen and think about filling it with water. Only then, when it's done and it clicks back off, you, t- you turn it up. It's a solid now. I tell you, this is a Retin Link good mythical morning feature waiting to happen. Will it freeze? You know, in this blast freezer thing where they're just putting in various. And I'm assuming stuff, yeah. I don't know too much of the science. That's what the tech department boys are for. But I guess it has to. It has something to do with liquid nitrogen or something, or vacuums. Do you know? Interestingly, the coldest place in the known universe is on Earth. Yeah, well, that's because we know Earth really well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. I don't know if it, if the uptake is exactly. I don't think it's going to make us that much money. I don't think it will. I think it's the kind of thing that would be sold by JML. Mm. New from JML. It's that kind of awful product where, like, why do they sell such obscure shit? Is that another podcast coming up with what's the most pointless invention we can think of? I feel How like about something I, to sweep between do... the things in your blinds when they're super dusty. Okay, I need a whole project for that. I do think that a lot of the suggestions that we get are like failed ideas for Kickstarters. <laughs> like it isn't in it isn't in my list, but somebody suggested shoes, but for like tiny shoes for your toes. Yes, I saw that one as well. <laughs> it's like okay, that's great. Um, <laughs> shoes for no? individual toes is actually a hilarious idea. Just the image of that is brilliant. <laughs> yes, the image of it is very good. Very strong image. Um, not a business. I don't think not not a sustainable business for us. I mean, in fairness, a lot of the suggestions do come across like the parody account bored Elon Musk. Have you ever seen that? 
<laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's just got so many things like a lift where they, it puts a screen in it that times a YouTube video to your exact journey for no reason. That's my, that's like my kettle idea. Exactly. There that's we like go. my internet fucking kettle idea. I had this whole thing that was like my, my original like OG invention for this is a kettle that based on the volume and starting temperature of the water in the kettle it will pick a song off Spotify that is exactly the right length so that when the song is done your, your water's boiled. I kind of wanted to do the same thing with a shower that you have. So let's say you're a man of routine. Mm -hmm. You can basically kind of set your shower playlist of 15 to 20 minutes and then the shower will turn on, let's say, with your alarm at six. So you can immediately jump out of bed, get in an already pre-warmed shower, be in there for the total duration of three to four songs, which you can enjoy thoroughly. And by that point, the water's already, it's kind of done that thing where, because you know sometimes you have to fiddle with the temperature in the shower. Mm. I need it to slowly heat up by like three or four degrees over my period in the yeah, shower. So I, like I need to invent too. the temperature change, the time change, and the Spotify combination. All hey, so one. this this ties in actually really well to a suggestion we got from Mandy Selena. It's a Mandy thing, my good friend and housemate. She's my boss. Uh, on On Twitter. And your boss, yeah. Um, she suggested showerhead that's also a music speaker. That's great. That's a great idea. Although I'd be worried about deafening myself. I think that's that's fantastic because there's all those holes in the, in the showerhead. It would make the opening section of Justin Timberlake's Crimea River a lot better to sing in the shower. It, like the design is already, you know, it's already 90% finished. We just need to kick it, kick it over the line, you know. There's already a bunch of holes in a showerhead. Not all of them need to dispense water. It's a good point. Like half the holes can be water and half the holes can be music. But does this, will this affect how the music, well, will this affect how the water comes out with the music? Yeah, it'll make it better. So if it's a really four to the floor beat, will it kind of be like, oh, no, yes, that's, you've got it right there. You've got it right there. So it's like musical fountains, but in your shower. Not only is the shower head the speaker, but also based on, it's got like, um, like a velocity sensitive yeah like a like a visualizer uh, circuit yeah. jesus on it and it's it's pumping out the water like with the volume of the of the music that'd be great <laughs> that'd be oh, great that'd be so great amazing okay well very, this is already good. a good business idea Oh, that's that's just a good idea. I don't know how funny it is, but it's a very good idea that I want to I like make. the good ideas, Chris. That's what we need more of in yeah. this life. Have you got a good idea? I do. This is one from Vinny in the Discord, which, again, it kind of made me laugh, which was a button that just fucks somebody's day up at random. <laughs> like one of those like one of those staples, that was easy, buttons. But instead, you just, you know, someone falls down the stairs or someone cut, you know, cuts a nail. This is a short story and also a terrible movie by Richard Kelly. Really? Called The Box. And what happens with the box? It's based on a short story where a couple are given a box, and inside the box there's a button, and um, they're told by the mysterious stranger that gives it to them that every time they press the button, they will instantly get a million dollars, no, absolutely no strings attached, no consequences. Except someone gets Except hurt, someone, someone somewhere in the world that you do not know, that they do not know, dies. And it's like a moral quandary. That's a really tough one. What would you do, Chris? I'd press it a couple times. <laughs> you know, two mil. But didn't they stipulate that it's somebody you don't know? Yes, yeah, somebody you don't know. Oh, then, then we're fine. Yeah, then it's Surely. all good. Press it once or twice, invest wisely, never work again. What if you kill? What if you end up killing like terrorists or you know people who kick dogs? Hey, yeah, that's how you. That's what you tell yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Is hey, he was bad. Well, Vinny, I guess you better go check out Richard Kelly's movie version of your suggestion. But other than that, well, actually, there's another movie version of another suggestion by Joseph, which was he suggested a universal volume controller. Ooh. But I was kind of suggesting maybe a general TV remote for the universe. But then that's the movie Click. That's just the movie Zandler. Click. And we've been down. We don't want to go down that road. No, but the universal volume controller would be really that's handy. good. You'd need something in your ear. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. So basically what you're talking about is, yeah, the ability to control your ear inputs. Yeah. So you put, maybe it's, maybe the first generation is like a, it's like earplugs and a bionic because you can get earplugs that like you can get different ones for different frequencies or different uh, like 
um, amounts of suppression, right? I've been looking into this a lot because I go to gigs and I don't want to, you know, hurt my ears. You can. They contain small disc things like diaphragms that you can slot in mm -hmm. and out that protect you against different frequencies. So what you need is like those, but remote control. And then they, Interesting idea. they like expand or contract or move in or out to get more or less frequency or, or lower the volume even more to the point where it's just like a complete seal. I think that's a great idea. Hey, that'd be, that's pretty cool. And that's like that's relatively cool. realistic, right? It is achievable. Yeah. And then the next step would be something on the inside down bit where your all your little tiny ear bones are. So now we're going for liquid technology as well. Mm. Yeah, it just expands and contracts. It's like, oh, hey, I don't like I don't like the sound of your voice. I'm gonna turn this up and now my ear is detached. <laughs> Would it not just be simpler to kind of replace the cochlea with like a digital version? Yes. Maybe that's ultimately we're just we just turn people into bi bionic commandos. Let's be honest, the singularity is the point of humankind, is it not? Combine yeah, me no, with we're a machine, all... make all of my senses work the way they work now, but times 50, mm -hmm. and make me live forever in a robot body. I'm exactly. going to be super happy. So this is the first step. Actually, the first step's probably already happened. This is like the 20th step. Okay, right. Well, <laughs> someone needs to take the 20th step. Hell yeah, I'll do it. I volunteer as tribute. Replace my ears with little robot orbs. Do you know what terrifies me about the idea of the singularity and stuff? It's the whole teleportation kind of argument. It's the whole, you know, your consciousness disappears one end and it's rebuilt at the other, which basically means that isn't the same consciousness. I don't give a fuck. But I do. To everyone else, you won't have gone anywhere, but you will cease to be. Mm -hmm. And something else will be in that robot body. That's the thing I'm concerned about. So unless they can just take my brain out Id and put that straight in. Because that's the thing that contains me, isn't it? Id gaff. If it can be perfectly copied and pasted. It won't be you. And the two and the two don't overlap, then what's the difference? There's no, you're right. You're just talking there about is no a philosophical difference. No, 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 I agree with you there. I agree with you there. There is no difference between the two of you. Your robot self and the kind of new robot self, they will be the same thing, because like you say, it's copy-pasted. But you going from your biological body into this new robot body, that would be the bit where I'm going, your consciousness may not work there. I see, now you're shifting the goalposts. Now you're saying that maybe it doesn't work perfectly. I'm saying if it does work absolutely perfectly, then the, like, um, is it the same person thing argument falls apart. Oh, well, me. then no. Well, then, yeah, it is the same person if, if we it live works in a, perfectly. If we live in a, in, a, in a universe, right? Correct. Where we've completely figured it out 100% accurately, 100% success rate, it always works, and when you like you evaporate your existing body and your your mind is just pasted into a new one and it works, I'm saying that doesn't bother me one bit. That doesn't I don't I can sleep at night. If it works, I want that. But it, it's it's you know, I need someone to but that's the thing, is this is unverifiable. Yeah, I like I'm not going first. Let's move on. This is not what we came here to talk about. <laughs> what we came here to talk about is <laughs> You know what? Maybe it is relevant. Go on. Suggestion from Marnie in the Discord. My cat, but I don't have to put it down. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> oh. oh, Marnie, I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, we can make, we can do that. Brains, cats' brains are much simpler than boy brains, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. We could definitely do that. We could put the cat in a different body. And it, is anything, that your cat then? If anything, your cat's going to be the prototype because we're going to be That's doing true. animal experiments long before we do um, human experiments. In fairness, this does link us neatly into a slightly more light-hearted one from Francis in the Discord, who recommended VR goggles for pets. I they love didn't specify. That. So for me, I was thinking that it's the idea of being able to see life through your pet's eyes. Rather than okay. some kind of VR experience for your cat. Yeah, see, they were thinking like VR for your for your pets. You would put the goggles. Surely that's less interesting. You put the goggles on your pet, and it's like you can go out and like go out on the town and neglect them, and they think their owner's still in the room. Right. That's all I could really think about. It's like, ooh, like you put the goggles on them, and it's like perpetual. You put the goggles on your cat, and it's like perpetual um, laser pointer heaven. 
okay. Like, so I could see why that would have a point to it, but mm. would you not agree that it would be cooler to kind of, when you, let's say you've let your cat out, yeah. and you sat there and you go, I'm going to pop on my goggles, see what Tiddles is up to. Yeah, no, on. that is much better, isn't it? You but the, Then you see where Tiddles is. You yes, see him sprinting after a mouse in the... a nearby meadow. Oh. He's shagging other cats. He's fighting other cats. And he just comes home and pisses in your kitchen, eats he... the food and goes to bed. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, so VR's like, VR has been, it's been said many, many times, and sometimes by me, that it's the ultimate uh, empathy machine, right? So you can you can see the world from other people's eyes. We scoop out its ears. We give it bionic ears. Sure. We scoop out its eyes. We give it bionic eyes. Yep. Wi-Fi enabled. Yep. You of connect up your Vive, and then suddenly you can see. Yeah, you can see everything the cat does. It's like, oh, wait, shit. wait, wait, wait. If this is on the Vive, are there motion controls as well? <laughs> so I can flip the cat about. Well, hey, yeah, maybe if you've got Marnie's. I can like move the cat. paws. Maybe you've got Marnie's Cat 2.0, and it's entirely robotic. <laughs> Maybe you can just control it. That sounds like a great plan. I I want this now. Maybe you just hijack your own cat. They actually did a TV show <laughs> kind of similar to this, didn't they? Like the the Secret Life of Cats or something, and they just put GoPros and things on well, cats. Yeah, and but then they weren't collars. able to puppet the cats. No, that's <laughs> they yeah. weren't able to take like inhabit the cats like horror like so many haunted dolls. <laughs> damn i want to take oh man and i think like the cat while you have hijacked it maybe the cat gets a kind of backseat outer body experience outer body experience gets it like oh, a fuck we don't need to give the cats a kind of mass existential crisis on top of being already dead and reanimated you take control of your dog fido gets a like a backseat john malkovich point of view <laughs> or like imagine that the scene from get out where the body swapping happens and you're but it's just a dog falling through an empty void <laughs> And you get to be a dog for a while. You get to be a dog. It's like, hey, hey, what's the problem? Don't worry about it. I'm just borrowing your body for a while. <laughs> and you can have it back. And I don't like dog food, so maybe you'll lose some weight. <laughs> this has gone to a very specific place now. I love it. I love that so much. I really like that. Let's keep that. Let's keep that on the back burner, because I think that might be a that might be a winner. Sure. And it kind of... it. Key, it ties into all the other things we've talked about so far. So I think that's a that's a big deal. Yeah. That's let's not overlook that. Santropez Peach on the Discord suggests a tool that converts sound energy to heat slash light so you can power something by screaming. Uh that could be doable actually if you it take how a telephone works with a piezoelectric crystal, because that converts things like when that gets compressed by a diaphragm, then that creates an electric charge. And then mm. instead of it being sent to a transducer, you could then just send that over to a kettle. Yeah, man, an and our, our friends Mike and Sully already did it because as Marnie points out, that is the plot of Monsters Inc. Oh. Oh. Is it? I think we would have to, yeah, because they use the little girl screams. Oh, they scare the kids and then they record the screams, and it's how they 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 bottle it like helium, and they use it to power all their industrial killing machines. I see. You know? Yeah, no, I, I I might be remembering the film wrong in my head, but okay. And then at the end, they discover that there's an even more powerful thing, and it's laughter. Oh, of course, and it all comes full and circle. And instead of screaming, they make the kids have a good time. Oh yeah, with terrible stand-up. I remember. Yeah, bad, bad, stupid movie. But I think if we went, if we were to go down this path, we would have to pay some kind of license fee to Pixar. I'm not sure I'm okay with that. Mm. Well, Sancho Pay Peach actually did recommend something else in the Discord, which we may have to pay a license for, mm -hmm. which was self knitting needles, which I thought was a great idea until it was stipulated with like in Harry Potter. Nope. Out. Done. I'm not, I'm not, this is not a Harry Potter podcast, it's not a magic podcast, no room for magic <laughs> here. No, no I'm No magic here. And I get it, like, oh yeah, like, so, so much technology, what is the quote, like, uh, any, any unconceivable technology could be confused with magic, fuck off. No. No, it couldn't. What? No. Well, who says Some, that? You know, there's a f famous phrase that I'm From completely who? butchering. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Clark's three laws. Arthur C. Clarke. That sounds like gash to me. Yeah, it is. Arthur C. Clarke, he lived a long time ago. He didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Ben Crowd on Facebook 
suggested live-tweeting sex toys. Sorry? I'll say that again. Sorry, I think the, the call broke up. Live-tweeting sex toys. I, I heard you. I was just... I wasn't sure. Now, this gets me on to one of my favourite topics. Um, and actually one of my favourite words in the whole world. Um, the fascinating and blooming technological industry that is teledildonics. <laughs> I confuse, not to be confused with plate dildonics. That's something you learn in geography back at school. <laughs> no. Uh, teledildonics, tele meaning, you know, uh, transmission or communication over a great distance. Of course. And dildonics being... Uh, uh, of the dildo. Of, yeah. the, of the dildo. Of dildo. <laughs> dildai. Of dildai. Um, and it is a fascinating... It is honestly a fascinating area of research and development that is currently full steam ahead and has a lot of crossover. Seriously, has a lot of crossover with virtual reality and augmented reality because we're getting sure. into the realms of, like, haptic feedback and what's more haptic than something that stimulates your junk. <laughs> That's a quote. That's going on your epitaph. <laughs> porn, right? Porn is doing shit that we, we like... Porn's, in some respects, and in some areas, porn is two or three years ahead of the game. Again, I've never heard that said by anyone. Porn was doing the Twitch thing before Twitch. What, chatterbait and the yeah, like? Yeah, chatterbait and yeah. the like, gamifying the viewing of live streaming and the supporting of your favourite creators, only they're porn stars. Also, guys, if you haven't sponsored Bing over on Chatterbait, make sure you do sponsor him on that, because I know Twitch and things have been going alright, but that's where he's really thriving. Yeah, Chatterbait's the gold rush right now. A lot of creators are leaving YouTube for Chatterbait. Confession, I've actually done a Chatterbait livestream. I did not get my penis and testicles out, however, I did play guitar and got money thrown at me, although I didn't see a penny of it because you had to be registered. For some reason they wouldn't confirm me, maybe because I didn't get my cock and two balls out. out. That's yeah. what it is. That's Bastards. what it is. But hey, nowadays, thanks to the exciting new realm that is teledildonics, those same performers, they can own a Wi-Fi enabled um, sex toy. They can insert it in them. And I know I'm getting kind of graphic here. Sure. They can insert it inside themselves and they can give you the passcode. You go on your phone, you open up your app, you connect to it like a, like a, um... What? And then turn it from naught to 60? What's the point? Yes! You, you are in control. This exists. Yeah, you're in control. That's what I'm saying. It already exists. Teledildonics is fascinating. <laughs> and Ben Crowd is suggesting we one-up it, we make it social. We make it live tweeting. We make it what? social. We build a little element in there, and it's like, maybe it's connected to a, a, a light and heat sensor, and it's like, oh, I'm inside now. At Horny Sarah has reached climax. Yeah. I don't know if I need to see that being tweeted. Oh, I'm back in the, I'm back in the drawer. <laughs> Dad's home. <laughs> Hubby's back. I, get, I belong with the socks now. Oh, Jesus. Uh, this is good. This is good, but I think if our if our first invention was one that's very violent, and our second one that's one that's very sexy, I think we're going to get a reputation for being like a vice company. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we should maybe move move away from it. Sure, I'm with try you and there. distance ourselves, make something slightly more respectable, like controlling your cat. Sure. Axe on the Discord suggests a face mask that reconstructs your face entirely. That was actually the one I was going to read out nice as well. One. I think that one's actually quite good. Yeah, I think that's very good. Now, how did you envision it? Because there's a there's a couple they haven't been very specific, and it's a, there's a couple ways you could take this. Yeah. Now, I was trying to imagine both sides of the coin, and that there's one which is it kind of replaces the dead skin or whatever, or any scar tissue with you know the original cells that it should be, just to maybe mm. rejuvenate your face. But the other side of that coin is it makes your face an entirely different face. Yeah. See, I was thinking, yeah, you could go the two ways. I was thinking is it's a bit like it's either just like a really good mask. 
like a really great you play you you paste it on maybe it's some kind of like nanopolymer or something some kind of living you know bio goo gel you know and you paste it on then it's like it just kind of like takes non-destructively kind of just takes the form of a new a different face and then when you're done with it you can like spray a solvent on it and peel it off right so like for a, a party you can just like 100% realistically go as Shia LaBeouf and then at the end of the night you peel it off now whilst I think this is a really cool idea I'm starting to see the problems instantly when you said Shia LaBeouf yeah because then think of the mayhem this would cause yeah, for identity then, crisis yeah and maybe like the the uh, beta one that we send out to a handful of test subjects there's only like six or seven faces to choose from so then there's like there's just a lot of hillary clinton's <laughs> and uh jack nicholson's and chance the rappers so chris i've just given you a what are we going to call this product a face goo a face new face uh how about how about uh face two face two like yeah face two, two. face two so, it, let, let's say I've just given you a face too. Which face are you going for instantly when you try it on for the first time? It's like how, you know, the first thing you do when you got your Commodore 64 was probably type out a code to repeat or something. I gotta have the Tilda Swinton. Yeah? Yeah, I gotta put the Tilda Swinton on and wander around London kind of telling people weird stuff and herbal remedies for things. I don't know who I would pick. I honestly have no idea. I'd probably want to be someone who I could... I'd, oh, I'll tell you who I'd be. I'd be one of the Chuckle Brothers. Oh. You know the weird one who looks like he sniffs trampolines in Kids yeah. Gardens? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd just walk around kind of going like, oh, to me, to you. Strange, just really strange thing that only one of them is in the starter pack. It seems odd to me that only one of them is in the starter pack. Yeah, well, it, the other one's like DLC. The other way you could take it is that it's like... um. What's the, you know, the adult braces, the Invisalign? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you do over, oh, you, you get, you pay like £2,000 for them. Yes. And they slowly correct your teeth as an adult with these like plastic denture type things. And you got like 10 or 15 of them and you wear each one for in, in order for a few weeks, right? So what to kind of hold your teeth down at different rates over that yeah, time. Yeah, slowly... Right? reconfigure your teeth maybe we do that with faces and it's like there's like Start 10 with of the these. nose then do the cheekbones then oh there's just 10 the faces chin. like one of them the first one is how your face looks now okay and the 10th one is N nicholas cage's face okay right and then there's just like the um algorithmically generated middle ground sure okay. there's like eight in the middle that are, that get you to that point and you wear them when you sleep and they slowly like crunch your bones and like kind of force oh, your force your muscle like tissue into just to slowly move very slowly and maybe it's got like an agent in there that that softens the skull just a little bit sure and it just uh, it's going to be very painful I'm now more interested in an agent that would soften the skull. <laughs> this sounds like a fantastic invention, Chris. Where have you been hiding that? Oh, that's just one. That's just something the R&D boys cooked up. I yeah, just, literally. We've been looking for a, a use for it. Now we found it, Chris. You don't visit the guys downstairs very much. No. Because you've got a lot of other was stuff this, Was this it? Was this that time that you got your head stuck in the banister and you were like, we're going to need some way of getting my head out of this. And they went, we've got something. Oh, you heard about that, stay yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you right. you were out on one of your jet set like marketing conferences. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I was just I was alone, as I so often am, and I just kind of chilled out with the boys. And they were like, "Hey, they were playing with this like uh, goo," and they were kind of rubbing it on their faces and like and they're like poking, uh, changing the shape of their heads, <laughs> right? Change like poking each other's faces and making them melt. And I was like, "Whoa, what is that?" And they told told me what it was, and they, and and. I kind of sadly and you're like, agreed that Give there was... me some of that. And then yeah, you, was... put, you, you grab the two top bits of your head and made them into horns. Yeah. That's what I'd do. That'd be great. Yeah. And now we finally have a we finally have a use for it. A, 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 a like commercial application for it, which is turn your face into someone else's face over 
a period of just 10 weeks. Wow. Now, permanently. Are we going to have to have celebrities kind of boycotting this service or putting some kind of super injunction on it, meaning you cannot have my likeness in this? Or is that going to be hackable? No, I think I think we go it the other way around, right? They're Hollywood celebrities. They can be bought. Yeah, but then they're no longer the Hollywood celebrities. Everyone has a price, Ed. They do, but not everyone, everyone has, has the face of Brad Pitt. But when this happens, everyone will be able to buy the face of Brad Pitt. Yeah, but it's just a... It, it's just a... Think how much this changes society. Brad Pitt no longer becomes this elevated kind of mega human well, celebrity that all women lust after and can't ever get they're not gonna now be it's just brad terry pitt. who you know down the pub but he got his face changed and now he looks just like brad pitt okay role play for me for a second you be brad you be brad pitt a brad real brad you pitt. be brad pitt and i'm gonna Aye. be pitching you this product i'm gonna be pitching okay. you i'm gonna be giving you the sales pitch to try and get to make you a fucking millionaire and get other people's give your face to hundreds of other hundreds of millions of, of fans around the world okay let's do this let's okay. let's roll play okay this. brad yes hi chris thank you thank you for meeting me here it's a pleasure i love you i love what you've done with the yacht thank you i i like the podcast and thank your you other, so much um, if you i really am upset that you never tweet about it though that's you know i'm just like that i i tend to not you listen care to enough. every episode and i never see i never once see that fucking hashtag on your on your twitter it's just charity shit sorry i am present in your discord quite a lot so don't worry about it no one else can see that though can anyway we're off we're getting off topic okay sorry brad, brad you Chris. know you know how much i love you right and i know yeah you, you're you always know, telling me you're always texting me about it you know i'm always saying no one can take your your uh skill no one's got a voice like yours. No one's got the acting chops like you. Nobody's got a body like that. You've got the whole package. You're damn right. But what if we could give people that beautiful face of yours? Well, whoa, 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 Chris, hang on. I mean, the fact that you've just said that nobody has my looks, nobody has my talent, nobody has my face. That's what I'm saying. You're still going to be the only person that has the complete package. No one who... No one else who has your face will be able to act in your films. No one else will have the physical stamina to do all of the great stunts and all the great awesome sex you have on this yacht. But they will... All of these things are completely correct. But they will just just for the fleeting rest of their lives <laughs> be able to enjoy looking in the mirror and seeing your beautiful cherubesque face. That was an awfully good pitch, Chris. I'm, you say, I'm, hey, okay, that's my face, that's my likeness, that's my worth, and I need that. Dude, I got you covered, because we're willing to cut you a check. I'm willing to cut you a check right the fuck now, Brad. I'm interested, Chris. For $100 billion. Right, sorry, this is Ed here now. I don't remember agreeing to giving Brad Pitt this amount of money what are the r&d team gonna say chill we're gonna put in the contract that we pay him over like in like monthly installments for over a period of like a thousand years a thousand a thousand years yeah okay great, great, great. okay, okay cool. right. yeah, yeah. and back to brad i i think that sounds great um i'd be really happy to give you my likeness and face fantastic thank you brad give me give it here and then we shake yep this is a handshake and then on the way out i'm just on the way out, like, I don't want to seem too desperate. I'm just like, hey, Brad. Chris? Could you hook me up with all, you know, you guys? What, my children? Get me in touch with... Get me in... T <laughs> no, get me in touch with Johnny and... Um, and... Uh, uh, Angelina. And um, Lindsay. And, all, you know, all the guys. I don't Shire, know who those people are. You know, all the A-list. You know, just hook me up. Let them know. You let them know. Right? Then I've got this great proposition for them. Um, or so help me God, I will wear my face to your house and I so will stab me, them all. Or so help me Christ, Brad. <laughs> I will be the first person to have your fucking face. <laughs> I will wear your face and I'm going to I'm gonna go and, and run around naked and jerk off on cars. I will take that face from you one way or another. I actually like the film we've created now where it's... <laughs> Brad Pitt being approached by this conglomerate who are saying, look, Brad, obviously you're this huge, this huge multinational famous celebrity yeah. with amazing physicality and um, Adonis, Adonis facial features. 
we'd like to buy those features and be able mm. to give them to people. Yeah. And then it all turns into this, like, he's being hunted for his face. That's an amazing idea. I love it. I love it. And the, the Brad, thing is- we know you're listening because we just did the role play. So if you're interested, hit us up. The great thing about that as well, right? Again, more points in our favor that we can use in the pitch, right? Brad's still going to age. His face is still going to change. But the face that we are selling, that we're licensing out to punters, that's only ever the one-time face. Sure. Right? So, like, he doesn't actually... Like, they're not going to look exactly like real living Brad. Also, he can still get surgery and stuff done. He could still, you know, they all get a little bit of nipping and tucking and whatnot. We all do. Do we? Have you? Yeah. We, I just got my uh, lips and my butt done. Really? By by how much? Um, twenty eight percent, hundred percent. It's a foolproof plan, right? Because they're getting Brad Pitt, but they're also getting like they're getting like vintage classic forever Brad. They're not actually getting real life modern day Brad. Sure, I get you. You know, they're getting the, the idealized classic. version of their favorite famous person. They get to they get to look the part. But actually, but not be able to do the parts. Now, here's another question. Would Brad Pitt's reputation become ruined by this? Because let's say, you, let's say you've got a typical a girl in this scenario who adores Brad Pitt. She meets Terry down the pub with Brad Pitt's face, goes on a date with him. But he looks like Brad Pitt. Doesn't act like Brad Pitt. Oh, they're fact, not going to be fooled. Nobody's going to be fooled because they don't want to have This Brad the... Pitt's a bit of an asshole. They won't. And what if that puts her off the real Brad Pitt? And then Brad Pitt doesn't make any movies anymore. Nah, see, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to um, call yourself. You're not allowed to change your name. You're not allowed to call yourself Brad Pitt. Well, who are you to? Who are you to police me on that, Chris? How dare you deny me my? It's freedom. in the contract when you buy the product. Right, oh, you aren't it, allowed to we, ever change your name by default. Yeah, we fucking stick it in the end user license agreement that they're not allowed. They're not allowed to change their name to the name of the famous person whose image they are licensing. They are not allowed to misrepresent themselves as said famous person. Sure. And maybe we also have like a selection process where if their body type is like too similar, then uh, we don't let them have that face because it it would be too. If there is a possibility of an identity crisis, it'll be avoided by the system. Is what you're suggesting? Yeah, we build in, you know, just like we do with Tinder, Rumbler, just like we did with Rumbler, we build in things that protect not only us but also our valued, um, famous people. Sure. Yeah, and also we build in some, you know, some back end. We keep some stuff in the safe just for if any of them ever do have a problem, you know. I thought you were implying that we were going to start making faces and back ends as well. So not only could you have the face <laughs> of Brad Pitt, but his magnificent ass as well. Well then, yeah, there we go. Is we've got extra revenue streams later on if we want to expand into different body parts. You can well, be Shaq's leg. Do you know what? I actually think this could be a really, really plausible idea now that you've expanded it beyond the face you to potentially have, the arse as well. Cardi B's butt and yeah, Brad Pitt's face and Eminem's torso. Eminem's delicious legs. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, and fantastic. the body of Biggie Smalls. Become, become a big fucking Frankenstein Picasso collage of all your favorite Make me a chimera people. of A-list hybrid celebrities. Yeah, it's all just, it's, I mean... Tattoos, you know, a hundred years ago, tattoos were frowned upon in public, huh? Sure, yeah. What's this? Like this? We're just so ahead when of the we'll curve. be being a kind of multifaceted, disgusting, yeah, Cronenberg creature. It's going to be strange at first, socially you know? acceptable. It's going to be strange at first, but then, like, so was getting your favorite MCR lyrics written on your arm permanently. That is true. When it, when that started, and now that's just everyone does that. You and me both have. Have you got that? Which one did you get? Because I got... Black Parade. Duh. Oh, we both did. Oh, we're yeah. tattoo buddies. Great. It, you know, when that started, it was like strange, unusual behavior. And now it's just common day. I think I think we're going to have the same thing. We're going to be... It, there's going to be pushback at first from the public. But as long as we've dotted our T's and crossed our I's, it, it's all good. And in a hundred years time, it's just going to be the normal thing. Like, it's going to be as innocuous as tattoos or piercings or... Um, uh, like wearing uh, f- funny shaped sunglasses. <laughs> so what you're saying, Chris, is that this face idea, face two, as you've called face it, could two. actually potentially save us from the future. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think it's going to make us very rich. Well, it might actually cause some kind of hideous 
mass Brad Pitt. In fact, I'm now imagining World War X or whichever shit one he was in with zombies, but the world gets overrun by just Brad Pitt. World War Z, the, the first letter of zombie. Oh, yeah. Right, there we go. <laughs> World War X, was I thinking? <laughs> I guess you could still say zombie. And I think here, here's the thing. Here's the failsafe for us on a business point of view. Just like, we, you know, we had the we have all that stuff in the contract, right? But we also... Like, maybe the face that we're giving the public, this is it, right? This is the protection, right? Because the faces that we sell have some kind of watermark. Right. They have, like, a watermark on maybe inside the lip, like in Sixth Day or something, or under the eyelid. A huge cheek scar that looks like a banana. That's a bit much, though. Yeah, but then you'd know. We still want them you'd to go, have fun, ah, but maybe, it's like... one of those face twos It's not really Brad Pitt. And maybe it's, like, in the... I, I like the lip or like inside the nose or just under the nose maybe the little the little septum bit one tooth just oh no it doesn't have no, there's like they all have a little mole a little discolory a little discoloration in the in the septum okay right so that on like from a distance you're fine but up close is a different face up close they know that it's not actually brad pitt even if they were very thoroughly convinced right okay and that protects us from any any problem down the line where some there's like impersonation issues or fraud and it also right we yeah you just you, just us no one else in the company we have access to the full high res version okay so we we as the admins can wear the real face if we wanted to yes and i'm thinking in particular we can use it to punish brad and his friends if they ever try to cross us or revoke their license oh and what just accidentally leak it you're suggesting i'm saying oh my finger slipped and now everyone has access to your entire face i'm saying oh my finger slipped and now i look exactly like you (laughs) and without the septum and i'm living in your house with your wife oh good luck on that six month uh trip to shoot in that foreign country you're gonna be gone a long time i wonder what i'll get up to in LA. <laughs> I'd love that. Are you walking into the Brangelina mansion? Honey, I'm home early. And then just trying to pass it off. That is a show I would watch. I don't want to, like, trick Angelina. She's perfectly lovely. I don't I'm not wanna... implying you have to trick anybody. Like, you don't have to trick, trick Angelina. I'm but just see more... how long it takes her to go, ah, you're not really my husband. I'm Get thinking out. more like I go to a bunch of his favorite restaurants and I... And I cause just you know, reap the benefits okay that's kind of maybe a bit less I, cause I go to his favorite italian place and i just start like like oh do you know who i am and i like kick over a table get on tmz i'd i'd go around as brad pitt and spread vicious rumors about other celebrities mm. and then you say like as you're leaving you say it's brad pitt by the way and this came from me yeah, yeah exactly officially from this. me also, okay, you knows? could be the kind of guy who walks into a workplace and you can make somebody feel really stupid. Like, you know, the office bully or the office crap worker. Mm-hmm. You just get him to come in and be like, yo, I'm Brad Pitt and I think you do a terrible job. So says me. See you later. And everyone will be like, oh, my God, you remember that day Brad Pitt came in and told Dale that he sucks? I'd be down for that at my workplace. Wait, is this already happening? Is this actually maybe already happening and the only person who has this technology is bill murray (laughs) because you hear all those great stories of like bill murray turning up at people's frat houses and like going out in in london and like getting pissed with random people or like i like these stories because you wonder if they're true they must be true well maybe it's someone who's wearing his face We've well, okay, fine. Then maybe this isn't the best idea because it sounds like it's already been done by some other celebrities. I want to go ahead with it. I'm good with this. I want to go ahead with with this. Okay, I'm happy to go with this. I think it's it's an interesting idea. This is it. We've already figured it out. We've got the business model. If someone out there has already secretly developed it and they want to come after us, then um, look out because we'll be wearing your face. Yeah, they can see us in court. We'll be wearing their face. They'll be wearing ours. The judge will look like Vincent D'Onofrio. (laughs) <laughs> it'll be chaos it'll be chaos and nobody will will be able to convict anyone it'll be perfect settled out of court and then there'll be a lifetime movie made about us and it'll be called trading faces oh my god 
you really have thought this all through right that that little bit at the end really sold me on that idea <laughs> we did it we did it i'm glad that it's less violent than our previous invention sure yeah that is true i mean admittedly though we did maybe think that our violent invention would actually lead to a fall in violence in society uh, a decrease in crime that was what sure, we said sure. a decrease in crime but a actual maybe an increase in violence right and that maybe an increase in uh Assault. violent hits to the face yeah leading yeah. to the need for reconstructive surgery which we now offer and it's celebrity endorsed oh my god we create the market with our first product and fix it with our second product yeah i don't like my face anymore ever since i got hit in it it doesn't look very good since i was in the office anyway i thought hey i've always wanted to look like tom hiddleston thank god for face two <laughs> yeah i think this is it this is it it's gonna make us rich and it's you know what else we're gonna be rich we're gonna make a lot of other celebrities very very rich as well more rich than they've ever been and a lot of them maybe maybe they'll finally have some time to step back you know if we like how many people are going to want to look like nick cage i would he'll finally be out of debt and he'll finally be able to stop making the bad movies that he makes nicholas cage has never once been in a bad movie i won't hear a bad word said against the man that's fair Thank you guys for listening to I Will Save You From The Future, a podcast about the future. Um, Ed, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me on the internet on YouTube and Twitch at youtube.com forward slash GameHogGames or twitch.tv forward slash GameHogGames. And basically it's GameHogGames for all of our socials or they can follow my personal Twitter at Ed Templer. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at HelloIamBing on Twitter and Instagram and on YouTube. You know what? Just search my name. <laughs> Uh, I've been Christopher Bingham. I've been Ed Templer. Thank you for having me. And until next time, take care of your face. (laughs) It might be worth something someday. To us.